Hello everyone, this is Mark with Speak Brave, Live Brave, and John, welcome. It's a pleasure to be here, Mark. Good day to you. Thank you. I want to just uh, congratulate everyone for tuning in again to our podcast. It's very exciting. Thank you for your time and thank you for the conversation that you have started online and uh, on through social media, through your questions, through your responses, and through the feedback on the show. I appreciate it. Keep engaging and keep sending those questions to me and to us because we all learn together. We are, I have a feeling that Nobody can do life well alone. Isn't that right, John? Absolutely. I do not know how individuals can consider themselves to be an island unto themselves and not be able to get through life without help. That's right. I, I understand that there's disappointment. There's disappointment and there's heartbreak and there is loss when you think, Oh my gosh, um, I got another betrayal, another disappointment, another loss. How can I trust people again? And I think that was the mindset that have ho- that held me back for years, John. Mm-hmm. When I was younger, um, in my uh, teenager and then early 20s and uh, mid-20s, this, this, this fear of connecting with people fully actually have held me back of being fully alive. And... Uh, I don't ever want to go back to that place again. John, have you ever experienced that when you felt disappointment and loss and you couldn't trust people or you have missed out on the interaction? Because this is important for um, our topic today. Today, I'd like to talk about wake-up calls. Wake-up calls that come into our life. Sometimes we think, oh my gosh, the, <laughs> the world is forever terrible and there's nothing is going wrong, right or, or, and I just don't know what to do. And in that moment, something happens. Mm-hmm. A wake-up call that touches you or someone comes into your life or says something or does something that wakes you up. So this is what I want to talk about. Um, first of all, how we, how did it come about? So, John, do you have any experiences where you have um, <laughs> isolated yourself and maybe you realize that that's not... The right way to go and what happened what, what, can you uh, distill some uh, knowledge from that if people could see me right now what would they see on the expression of my face <laughs> they would see a face of wisdom that's what i see okay <laughs> i'm smiling if i were to begin that process of talking about those missed opportunities well, regardless of whether it was because of fear or whether it was because of a failure and whatnot, I there are so many. Mm-hmm. So to think of just one is a bit challenging, but I'll give you one. Well, just one. See, well, that, and I think that would be helpful because when you say missed opportunities, missed opportunities that led to wake-up calls. Something I think, that I think they did, although there okay. were some situations, and this is the point I want to make about the learning and the wisdom that we gain through time as we begin to realize we can be our own worst enemy because if we don't use the failure as an opportunity to go back and try again with a better set of tools, we def- we deny ourselves opportunity 
for joy, success, and to be effective to the people that come into our lives. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. Uh, I just want to make sure that I'm clear on what you're saying. When we deny ourselves um, the lessons, is that what you're saying? Yes. When we deny ourselves the lessons because of fear. You know, but at some point in your life, don't you come to a realization saying, you know what, enough is enough. Yes. Uh, I, I cannot go through this again. I just, you know, I made this mistake. And uh, you cannot feel sorry for yourself. No, you can't. I mean, you cannot. I mean, you can if you want to, fine. You know, I mean, there's, isn't there this there is. distraction uh, industry mm-hmm. in the United States where, okay, you feel bad. All right. You know what? Why don't you buy some alcohol? Okay. <laughs> you know what? Or you feel bad. Okay. You know what? Why don't you watch this TV show? And you know what? You feel bad. Okay. You know what? In the pharmacy, where some drugs are going to make you feel better. Isn't that all of those mechanisms and vehicles to distract us yes. to distract us from what i think from thinking thinking for yourself from making hard decisions and actually wake waking up because life is no joke it's no tr- you know it's not well it, it what it, what i'm trying to say some is some people treat it like a joke <laughs> well maybe they're jokers but you know I mean, what can i say but well, i want to hear your story i want to hear a story i got that, one yeah i have one because to this day it still stands as a watershed moment for me and i think it is one of those wake-up moments in my life that has great significance because i still recall the specific i don't remember the specific day but i know what time of the year and more importantly i know what year it was okay so, well i'll fill us in what what's the juice basically This was my freshman year in college. Mm -hmm. It is the fall of 1969. It is in Nashville, Tennessee. I am living on the third floor of a dormitory. And in that particular environment, men had dormitories, women had dormitories. They were not co-educational. This is dating me. I was 19 years of age. It's okay, We, we keep going. I had gone to college. I chose this specific college because I wanted an environment that would be positive and beneficial to me, but would also play to the values that I had been raised on. It was a church-sponsored university, and there are many of those. But what I did not know in going was that in church-sponsored universities, just as any other university, there are temptations, there are vices, there are things that can turn you in the wrong direction. But most importantly of all, you can take the freedom that you have, unlike high school and secondary school and elementary school where you had structure. In college, the structure might be the schedule of classes, but the determination to attend the classes and to listen and to learn is solely upon you. There is nobody that is holding you accountable. No, no. And so here I was into this semester, a little more than halfway, and we had just received our midterm reports on how we were doing. Now, couple that with the fact that I became just enamored with a beautiful young lady who was from Lake Worth, Florida. Wow, yes, I know where it is. And she was a wonderful singer and I was also studying singing and we met through that process and we had a lot of fellowship with each other and did things together and I was developing this belief that this young lady was 
going to be my sweetheart. Wow. And so I was really just spending more time wanting to be with her than I was focusing on the things that were important as well. And that was I'm paying and my parents are helping me pay and we're borrowing money and I have all of this money going into an education system that is supposed to prepare me for my adult life. And I'm neglecting it. So two things happened, and it's interesting that they happened almost simultaneously. She made it clear to me one day, no, this relationship is not about romance. Okay. This relationship can be about friendship, but there is another person, and she named that individual, and I knew that individual, and that individual is actually a friend of mine. Okay. But she was serious with him. That story, therefore goes on in a different direction, but that's okay. The principal okay. thing is now I suddenly find myself, she doesn't want to be my sweetheart. Okay. okay. So you feel disappointed. Like, you a feel... Broken, like, a, like a sad puppy. Oh, my gosh. Oh, yeah. But here's the other thing. Yeah. Open up that letter yeah. from the academic dean, and it says the following list of classes, and here are your midterm status grades, and I'm looking at a murderer's row of poor scores. Some failures, some on the edge of failure, some mediocre average at best, but certainly I'm not excelling in anything. It demonstrated that I had been preoccupied and was not focusing on the most important thing, and that was to get every bang for the buck spent for an education that was available but still required me to be engaged in that process. That night, and it was a Friday night, and I apologize. I didn't mean to interrupt you. Sitting in the dormitory on the third floor, our desk is by the window. It is an autumn rain. It is cold and damp outside. It's in the low 40s. The approach of the first really cold front of what is the approach of winter is going on. I am alone. I have no one to talk to. Right. And lo and behold, through whatever forces were available, through either a God wink. God wink, yes. Mm-hmm. Or something. Wake up, yes. Or maybe even something that I had heard or something that I was reading. Mm-hmm. It occurred to me, you can go on. You can. You can be better. You can. You can take this and you can change. Mm-hmm. That night, I resolved to change myself. And that change involved a number of factors. But what happened is that from that day forward, my life in college, that remaining three and a half years that I attended until my graduation in 1973, I was transformed both physically as well as mentally, spiritually, and emotionally. So, so that was the trigger point, the watershed moment. That, that was that the watershed was the, moment. That, that was the moment that made you realize, focus on your self-development, focus on your life, right? Those images are very vivid, too, and okay. they're still there with me today. Okay. And... Not only the images, but also emotions, right? Mm-hmm. You Everything feel, about it you, was you, you felt the emotion. And I can still feel them. Yeah, and that's what it is. It's You know this. Uh, May Angelou said, people will forget what you say. They will forget what you do. They'll never forget how you make them feel. Mm-hmm. But you'll never forget how you make yourself feel. And that's why you can go back to that moment and describe it in such detail. Right? It's amazing, but yeah. it's true. And it everybody is. can is. do that. That's right. So that's that's that's... I understand that. So that was one of the moments when you realized, you know what, enough is enough. I can do this. And you probably said to yourself, I'm just asking, um, I'm worth more. Absolutely. I'm worth more than what this is. I had to believe in me. Yeah. And you probably were not satisfied with those grades. Mm -hmm. I mean, you you just probably 
tell yourself, you know what, I can do better. And I isn't did. That, isn't that right? And I did. And I'm sure it wasn't easy. Nope. No, I mean, you can talk about it now with this um, uh, smile on your face mm -hmm. and that twinkle in your eye, but in reality, probably you paid a price for this, didn't you? I paid a price for it, but fortunately, there was a, a lot of grace involved in the process, and it also taught me to learn how to reach out to friends, but most importantly, to remember at the end of the day, I'm responsible for my success or my failure, and I must be accountable for it and fess up to it. I must first be true to myself. Don't lie to me, because if I'm lying to myself, I'm denying that I need to change. That's right. I think we uncovered a very important point. How many times have we lied to ourselves? I mean, I... I thought that that was actually my modus operandi for so many years. I'm still learning. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying I'm perfect. We all are. Nobody's perfect. I right? agree with you. And like you always tell me, we're a work in progress. I agree with that. And I think if you talk to yourself, how do you talk to yourself? Um, how do you, do you record yourself in a diary or you record yourself in a blog? You record yourself on an audio? How do you, how do, how, do you, how do you talk to yourself? Or how do you talk to yourself in the morning? When you wake up and you think, what kind of day is it going to be? Am I going to go and meet my friends and do the best work I can? Or am I just going to say, you know what? I don't think I can do this. I'm sorry. How do you talk to yourself? And do you lie to yourself? I think this is very important. It is extraordinarily um, important. I'm glad you mentioned it. John, I love Tony Robbins. Are you Yes, I do. And, excellent, uh, excellent man. He's just an excellent man. And I was listening to his audio tapes again. Oh, there's no tapes. I'm sorry. There's CDs. And the audio recording is from 20 years ago. I mean, 20, 25 years ago. And the lessons that he shares with us are the same lessons that it was true 20 years ago. It is true now. And I believe it's going to become even more true 20 years mm -hmm. from now. I agree with you. Um, the story that he mentioned in his um, Unleash the Power Within and a few others, he talks about his friend. His friend who was in the military and who was taken prisoner, taken prisoner of war in a foreign land. And he was alone, he was shut down with two other people. Okay. So he spent almost a decade, um, less than a decade, maybe seven or eight years in a, in a little shack or in a little cell. And a cell was, I don't know, six feet by eight feet. Um, just a little hole in the ground, uh, nothing to eat on water and uh, bread. And what did he do? Did he give up? Did he say, you know what? God is punishing me or I'm responsible for something that I did in the past. No, what he did, he actually, he didn't have anyone to talk to. So he talked to God mm -hmm. every day. Not only that, he actually reconstructed every day that he can remember of his life. Not only re reconstructed, but also took it apart and said, okay, you know what? This is what happened. This is what I said. This is how I reacted. He did push-ups. He did sit-ups. So at the end of that term where he was in prison, he came out better spiritually, mm -hmm. emotionally, physically. And he just became the best version of himself. I can now, relate to that part, yes. And, and now consider this. The other two people who were shut down with him, one of them committed suicide. Okay, and the other one returned to the states and was committed to a mental health institution. So it is your choice. Yes. So I believe everything is a wake-up call. It's God 
the universe, the invisible hand, whatever it is you believe, yes. will show you signs. And you can either cry or you can cry a little, it's fine, but you have to keep going. Mm-hmm. And you have to decide, you know what, this is what I want. I will not give up. I will. Do you know Nelson Mandela? Oh, do I ever. One of the most amazing stories I've ever heard of a man indomitable. Indomitable. Refused to give up. Refused to give up. Imprisoned wrongfully. Oh, but what an incredible person. For, for he almost became. a quarter of a century, oh, right? Oh, yes. And what did he do inside the prison? He was studying. He was preparing, learning the best he can so he can either do one of two things. Number one, is either he's, if he's going to die in prison, it will incite a revolution and change in his country, or he's going to leave the prison and lead his country. So that is the mindset that you have. But I want to go back to the start of our conversation about the wake-up calls. Mm-hmm. Because before you get on that road to self-improvement and change, because change is hard. We all know that. There's a, there's a watershed moment that can happen in your, in your life. Mm-hmm. And thank you, John, for sharing yours. I'd like to share one that actually happened to me recently on a business trip. And uh, that was... <laughs> It was, that was a quite a revealing moment for me as well. Uh, I came to to present a speech. I was finished about four o'clock in the afternoon, and I went to my hotel room. And I had six, seven hours before I normally go to bed. And normally, this is in a town that I don't know a lot of people, so I just decided to stay local and just to, you know, take it easy after the conference. It was a full day, so. I didn't watch the TV, and I started reading a book that I brought with me. The book was actually by Stephen Pressfield, The War of Art, which is excellent. I recommend it to everyone. And uh, at the end of the, about 8, 9 o'clock in the evening, I returned to my hotel room after a coffee shop. And I just sitting on my bed, and I'm thinking to myself, man, last six months have been rough. <laughs> what, you know, like, what is this happening? It's just a lot of... Um, what was your emotion? Emotion was despair. Really? Just despair, yeah. It was despair. It was disappointment. It was... It, you know, sometimes when you want something um, to go one way in your life, and it does not go the way you want. Right. And you... That was my situation. Yeah, and you wanted so bad, and you thought you gave it your all, and you thought, I contributed the best way I can, and still, it doesn't go your way right it does not go your way and it's wasted energy i realize that now but i didn't realize that before it's wasted mm-hmm. energy so that's what i thought you know why is this got a few things happened in my life disappointment heartbreak and just a struggle were you recalling the difficulties that you had gone through in the previous months yes on coming that day. back to your mind on that day and just oh. everything just became so sharp so sharp and it just became so overwhelming and i remember sitting on my bed uh, right before going to bed and just saying i'm asking this question of the universe um what what is the purpose of this Mm -hmm. what is the purpose why is this happening in this timeline what can i learn from it this is the three questions that i had what what is the purpose why is this happening and what can i learn from it and uh i went to bed and then in the middle of the night, I hear the phone ringing, a phone call. 
Let me back up for just a second here, if I could. I yeah. want to be sure that I'm understanding this correctly. You've had this on your mind. Obviously, it is a regurgitation of unpleasant memories and disappointments. Mm-hmm. And supposedly, you have moved on, but lo and behold, that little imp shows up and starts recalling this stuff. So all that you have achieved, including what I'm sure was a wonderful, exciting, dynamic, and successful day as a speaker. It was. It was a speaker as a businessman, yes. It was, see, it now was that's, that's the paradox. You see, here's this great day, but now you're finished. You have accomplished your objective. It's like a person who has fought through a battle and they have won that battle, but then there is that sudden downward slide. In other words, you come off the high and you go back to the reality. So this is what was going on in your mind. You were alone, no one to talk to. Obviously, the book didn't provide any kind of it, solace it, either. It, it actually made the feelings that much sharper. Ooh, so in other words, it, 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 it triggered, brought... triggered, yeah, triggered, wow. triggered the feelings, and that's, and that's, and then, in, and you went to bed feeling that way. Yeah, I felt, uh, you know, the the questions were in my mind. The was there sadness? Of course, yeah, it was sadness, yeah. All right. Was there a sense of failure and disappointment? Well, not failure. Not failure. Okay. Because I know that from years of experience and uh, being a, in business and working in the industry that I always give my best. And I believe everyone is called to do your best. Oh, it's, yes, it, absolutely. It's not I like, agree with you. So I want to make sure that I'll address your question, but there's no sense of failure. Okay, no, good. There's no sense of failure because I always know that Whatever you do, whatever interaction you have with everyone, you meet them first time or you meet them last time or it's anywhere in between. You bring your best. You always leave someone better than when you have found them. So that's one of the tenets that permeates my life. Okay. And that's one. And then action. I always bring my best because that's we only have one chance at life. And you uh-huh. can never uh, have that moment. There yes, are no you, do-overs. Well, there may be do-overs. But, but that, not in that particular respect. In that moment. Whatever moment you have, that is the moment that you have given. So there was no sense of failure, but just a sadness. Sadness because you try so hard to see things happen in your way, but they don't. And then you try and you try. Maybe it's relationship. Maybe it's business. Maybe it's a loss. Whatever it is. And that evening, everything just came in the higher resolution. Mm. Higher resolution. And that's that was the emotions that I felt and that's why I asked this question so like what is the purpose what is the purpose and that was and I believe we all can learn to ask our subconscious better questions what is the purpose what can I learn from it and that would have started and then I just with that type of feeling I went to bed right is so that, you went to bed yes with those emotions and that vivid imagery of your past yes and when you went to bed you did not go to bed feeling like you wanted to you felt well, i need to go to bed of course yeah it just but you didn't was, feel good you didn't feel good emotionally is well, that right that's right because the freight train of this processing this yeah um, it's this a tough it's a tough way to have to go to sleep eh, it's not it's bad. like it's, it's not bad. yeah but it's still not it's bad. like carrying a burden to bed with you yeah. it, but it wasn't the sense of failure i just want to make sure it was yeah, just i got that burden. i got that just sense of so burden. then here you go you've had that that period of time these memories have come back 
Those memories are disappointing and haunting. You have moved on from them, but they still come back because they they're part of you. Yeah. They're part of the I framework. wish there was a switch. Yeah, it'd be I nice. I wish there was a switch. Or so you went to bed yeah. and went to yeah. sleep. So That's what right. happened? At 4.30 in the morning. 4.30 a.m. 4.30 in the morning. Whoa. I hear phone ring right by the nightstand. Oh, yeah, by the, the hotel phone. That's right. You know, one of those old-time phones oh, yeah. that I haven't seen in decades. <laughs> you know, all... You know, with those push buttons, wherever they are. Mm-hmm, yeah. That's interesting. Uh, I should have taken a photograph. I hear the phone ring. 4.30 in the morning. I'm thinking to myself, who can be calling me at 4.30 in the morning? I mean, who would have, who would be dare to call me at 4, 4.30 in the morning? And the first thought to my head, I'm thinking, you know what? It cannot be good. It cannot be good because, you know, why would somebody call me at this hour? You know, 3 o'clock, 4 o'clock, 5 o'clock. That's where my parents were. They said, don't dare call us in the middle of the night unless it's something serious. So if you just felt like calling somebody, they would think, okay, what's happened? What's wrong? What do we need to do? That's right. I mean, this is the time that it's... it's Terrible <laughs> news. Terrible news. And I'm thinking to myself, what could it be? Mm-hmm. And the phone just keeps ringing and ringing. And I'm thinking the way, so I cannot wake up. <laughs> so I'm trying to, in the darkness, find the receiver, trying to find the phone. And, you know, it's a mess. But somehow I, I get to it. <laughs> so I pick up the receiver, put it to my ear, to my face. And then I hear this woman's voice recording. It says, this is your wake-up call. What? Your wake-up? This is my wake-up call. An automated, this is your wake-up This call. is your automated wake-up call. And clearly, I didn't ask for any wake-up calls. I did not ask anyone for anything. And then I hang up the phone. But oh. at that moment, in my mind, this was my wake-up call. This was oh. this was a moment. It Where did it come from? Did it come from the error in the automated voicemail recording system from the hotel could probably be. could be yeah. probably at the same time i believe that it was a wake-up call for me just to snap out of it stop feeling those things you cannot turn off your emotions and feelings but you can have a mindset you can have a mindset and think you know what this is wasted energy you energy your life has a purpose that sounds almost like one of those god winks that yeah. i like to talk about That's that right. little little flick of the eye, a little blink of the eye. Hey, here I am. <laughs> yeah, it, it's, it's what it felt like. Man. Yeah. So how did you feel after you came to the realization of this is your wake-up call? What did that do to you? Well, I always knew that no matter what you do, no matter how many people you see or touch or befriend or work with, collaborate, you can never lose the sight that everyone goes through something yeah and you can either contribute to their well-being or you can take away from their well-being mm-hmm. and i realized that whatever it is i'm going through it meant to be it is meant to be on my purpose um if i have the capacity to feel this to experience this there is a purpose for this and the wake-up call is to realize okay there's important value here it may not feel like in the middle of the storm that has any value and it hurts like hell but you have to keep going you have to keep going going through 
go through your dark times go through your darkness and keep going just keep going too because you know deep inside that you've been through this before or you've been through something similar before and the wake-up call was just to remind you or remind me i'm strong i'm strong enough just to keep going and that's the title of the speech that i have used you are strong enough you have seen through you've been through this before mm -hmm. and you may have you may have closed off those feelings or memories in your data banks because you don't want to go there right. you don't want to rehash those things but you have conquered it you have overcome there's some lessons you have learned and that was a wake-up call for me that to remind me that i'm strong enough just keep going i've seen this before there will be better times ahead and you can still contribute to others contribute to to yourself there's a purpose in your life and i have discovered that one of my purposes is to continually grow and at the same time as I'm growing pull people to do their very best because mm. that's what I see and uh, that's what that was my experience that's I have discovered that Mark I have to say and I want to say this I want this to be on this recording thank you for sharing that story Thank you for being brave enough and courageous enough to share a very intimate moment in your life because what you've done is you have provided me with a message of hope. You have affirmed to me that this too shall pass and yeah. that there are better times ahead. We just need to understand what that thing is is trying to teach us what is, so we can then give that to other people and help them to confront whatever difficulties their life that's 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 it you know it's you just keep going because you've seen this before maybe not in this form maybe not in this intensity or not that this resolution but you have seen this before yes I and have. that have come and you have <laughs> you have come out on the other side better mm -hmm. stronger probably more solid exactly and what i don't want anyone to lose sight that there's better times ahead just keep going because believe in who you are um, everyone experiences different life stages you may be in the beginning what of self-awareness in the stages of self-awareness so whatever it is just keep going and uh, don't forget to reach out to me because i think we are going just a little bit over our lot of time i want to thank the audience and i want to thank you john for um being part of this conversation thank you thank you for being part of this conversation and thank you for engaging with the questions and everyone continue sending your requests continue the conversation online you can find me on twitter at mark guy at speak brave on linkedin and also at markguy.com and on facebook reach out subscribe so you don't miss another episode and thank you thank you for being part of this community this this means the world to me and i will and i will see you next time